Now streaming, the Netflix and Swill podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Netflix and Swill podcast, your source for Netflix news, reviews, and booze. I'm Caleb. Uh, and I'm happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, how are you? I'm alright. Um, I have a massive headache right now. I think it's because of the lack of caffeine today. Ran out of coffee and didn't feel like making more, so uh, we'll see how this goes. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I can't remember if... Uh... I talked about my back hurting on the show last week, but my back hurts. Why, did you pull landscaping duty? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if it's uh, my spine or if I have like a kidney stone or something. I am old, so. That is true. You are old. But I hope it's a kidney stone, because if it's actually your spine, then yikes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one I'd prefer. I think because the kidney stone is temporary and just tells you you need to drink more water versus a spine, which is likely a degenerative condition that you're going to have uh, for the rest of your life. I am kind of a degenerate. I mean, takes one to no one. So, is that something? No, that's nothing. It's, it's nothing like Goblin to Bob to Bang to Bang Diggy Giggy, whatever Kid Rock says. <laughs> uh, I'm glad Kid Rock memes are are relevant again. I don't know, man. How how have you been? How the hell are you? What's uh? I, you know, I'm okay. Uh, kind of well. Oh, I guess I should say this. So I don't. I don't. I don't remember if I actually said this on the last episode, but uh, it. So uh, last week or the week before, uh, I had like a COVID scare where I couldn't taste anything. Uh, now I should preface this by saying. I drank three Diet Dr. Peppers that day, uh, and therefore probably, like, incinerated my taste buds to anything. So I did the responsible precautionary thing, uh, didn't go into the office, immediately got a COVID test as soon as possible, came back negative. But the day it was going to come back negative, an email was sent out by our HR saying somebody in our department had COVID and that everyone needed to quarantine. And I just went... Wait, did they fucking tell them without telling me that I tested positive? And then my boss emails back saying, hey, guys, this was me. And I'm like, cool. So. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So my boss had COVID. I didn't, uh, which is fine. It's exactly what I wanted the whole time uh, for me to not have COVID. But uh, it, yeah, she. I, I There are times where I have to talk to my boss like a child, and she ex she is fine with it. But like it's like, hey, I'm going to go rest for the day and log off. And then like five minutes later, she'll keep sending me emails. And it's like, okay, look, you said you're going to rest. Get the fuck offline. I don't want to see another email from you again today. <laughs> I know a lot of people will say, how could you talk to your boss like that? And I'll say, because I'm good at my job and therefore irreplaceable. <laughs> mainly it's just because like everyone tells her the same thing like stop go to bed get out of here 
So, uh, what's what's up? With, well, I mean, you're dying, but is there anything else up with you? It, maybe work wise, I don't know. I don't know. Work's fine. Um, as as you're aware, um, I've been like on Thursdays. I've been getting on uh, Jimmy's live stream, and we've been playing through Doki Doki Literature Club. That is true. So I don't know. It kind of uh, reignited my interest in that game. It's a uh, it's an indie horror game that like has the veneer of being like a visual novel dating sim game with anime girls. But like, there's a certain point in the game where like shit starts getting real weird. Um, it's it's a neat game. So uh, kind of reignited my interest in it. So I decided to. Uh, Purchase Doki Doki Literature Club Plus for the Nintendo Switch. There you go. Like, uh, they just released it maybe like a month or two ago. It's just got like some some added content, side stories, that kind of stuff. So extra little like secrets to unravel. I can't really like, I don't know. I can't really go into it too much without spoiling stuff. But like the the iceberg that is the game like has. A great deal of depth to it, and every time you think you get to the bottom, there's something else that you can uncover, so. Okay, interesting. It's, uh, I I bought it for Steam, I haven't played it yet, so. If my internet was any good, I'd say, oh, let's, let's play this. But I know my internet's no good, so we don't play it. Like, uh, if I'm playing an online game... And Ashley's in the in the uh, living room watching something on TV uh, for, for, through streaming. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's a fucking crazy game. Um, mm. I don't know. Other than that, just uh, just doing my thing. That's cool. Well, uh, w- with just doing your thing, let's get into a segment. Uh, one we start off every week with most weeks, unless we don't feel like it, in which case. We just do other shit. Uh, it's what's your swill? Can we please get some alcohol into my mouth? He hates these cans. Stay away from the cans. Uh, well, today on the show, I am having a, a Yingling Lager from a green glass bottle. It tastes like home. There you go. Are those readily available in Ohio? Yeah, they had them at the Kroger, which is like a block away from my house. Look at you. Got a Kroger. You got Yingling. You're living yeah. the life. And uh, said Kroger has like a, a huge section that's all like organic and healthy foods and gluten free stuff. Uh, and nobody was in it. That's because Melissa wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as for me, I am drinking a Sandy Kaminsky. There you go. Uh, yes, that's right. I didn't learn my lesson by drinking uh, infinite amounts of Diet Dr. Pepper. Uh, I, I instead have gone right back uh, to more and, you know, booze with it. So uh, it can't be that bad for me, right? I don't know. Diet Dr. Pepper is real good. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, confession, it's the Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. So it's basically di- Diet Dr. Pepper in that it has zero calories, but it also has zero sugars. There you go. Uh, why don't we hop straight into some news? Oh, shit, it's mail time. So, first up, 
Uh, Seinfeld is finally coming to Netflix on October 1st. The series originally left Hulu back in January of this year and hasn't been on any streaming service since. What's the deal with the streaming rights to this show? I don't know, it took so long, honestly. Because they just went, oh, yeah, it's gone from Hulu, and then it disappeared. And, I mean, it might have been on something else, but it wasn't on Amazon, it wasn't on Hulu, it wasn't on HBO, it wasn't on the other network streaming services that I don't give a shit about. It wasn't, you know, it, it hit Netflix, and that was it. And then Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld made $100 million more million. Do you like jazz? That movie right there is why Jerry Seinfeld should have just done nothing else after he did Seinfeld. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. All right. Uh, and the only other news that happened, I mean, there was some announcements and shit, but I don't care about that. Uh, on the Dan Patrick Show, uh, who his, uh, when I say who this story is about, uh, he's been in multiple of his movies. Uh, Adam Sandler talked about his next upcoming movie, The Hustle. Uh, basically, it's like an agent who goes around to foreign countries to scout talent for the NBA. Uh, regarding the setting, Sandler said, quote, It was written originally that I find a player in China, and somehow Netflix is not in China. So they were like, would you guys please make it so we find someone in Latin America or Europe? So the next thing you know, I'm in Majorca, Spain. Uh, but it was originally, find a player in China, unquote. So, uh, Caleb, what do you think about this information? That uh, certainly is some information. Oh, it looks like uh, Adam Sandler's negotiating for his next free vacation for all of his friends because he's a con man who steals free vacations from movie studios. That is true, uh, and it's only one movie studio right now paying for them. I don't know. A lot of people wrote it like read into this a lot and. Uh, said, oh, look, Netflix doesn't do businesses in China? Why? And then uh, there there were two sides to the argument. One was, man, I'm so thankful we have a Hollywood company that isn't willing to suck the dick of China. And the other one was like, <laughs> uh, somebody who misread the fucking story entirely, which was, they said, boy, I sure wish Hollywood would stop sucking the dick of China, to which I had to say on, the, on Reddit, I'm like, no, that's not what Sandler's saying. They're, they didn't choose china because china's a a thing like a, a producer behind it like if china was a producer they would absolutely want somebody from china to be in the movie but that's not what happened uh netflix is just like hey pr promote one of our areas that we actually do business in and do uh you know and aren't uh genocidal people Oof. that's the read of it i don't know uh, that that's probably why Netflix was like that. But uh, trying to figure out what Netflix thinks or wants or anything uh, is a task only insane people should try. Uh, that's true. All right. Uh, and then that'll move us over to downstream. Where we talk about some trailers for some shit that's coming out recently or soon or whatever the word is. Baby, I can't control the internet. <laughs> First trailer is for You vs. Wild, Out Cold. After a plane, a plane crash leaves Bear with amnesia, he must make choices to save the missing pilot and survive in this high-stakes interactive adventure. Uh, do you remember when we killed Bear Grylls? Well, now we're gonna do it again. This time in the cold. I'll, <laughs> I'll fucking do it again. 
Uh, I'm excited for this just to kill Bear Grylls again. Yeah. Yeah, it's always fun to kill Bear Grylls. Yeah. I had a fun time with the first one. Like, it wasn't, like, anything great, but uh, I, I, you know, it, it was, like, what, maybe two hours that you spent making choices killing Bear Grylls, and then... Yeah. Uh, it, I forgot all about it, because it was just a, a fun little stupid thing. And this'll, this'll probably be another fun little stupid thing. Uh, next up is the trailer for Squid Game. A show that sadly doesn't include any squids, apparently. A Netflix series, Squid Game, Survive or Die, Who Will Live to See 45.6 Billion One. Uh, I believe that's in yen, so that's what, like, $60, $70? Sounds about right. Uh, let me see. Hundreds of cash-strapped players accept a strange invitation to compete in children's games. Inside, a tempting prize awaits with deadly high stakes. So, uh... Oh! Kind of like... Alice in Borderland, I guess. That is exactly so. the first thing I thought of. Uh, so this is actually a South Korean show. Because won being the South Korean currency and uh, 45.6 billion won roughly translates to uh, 39 million US dollars. Eh, it's not an inconsiderable sum. I'd totally risk my life trying to win that kind of money. Yeah. It's kind of kind of an oddly specific amount, forty five point six. It makes me think that they just put, you know, typed out four five six. Oh, it's because there's four hundred and fifty six contestants, so uh, okay. it's probably what a hundred million won in that case. Hmm. So I I, I literally pulled forty five point six billion won, and then it just started bringing up more articles about Squid Game. <laughs> so good SEO right there. All right, next up is the trailer for Red Notice. Uh, an Interpol issued Red Notice is a global alert to hunt and capture the world's most wanted. But when a daring heist brings together the FBI's top profiler, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And two rival criminals, Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds, there's no telling what will happen. Uh, watch Red Notice on Netflix November 12th. Dan, how much of a topic is this going to be for us? I mean, Netflix wants this to be their biggest movie of all time. They're marketing it uh, as such. Uh, the Rock made an Instagram post basically saying, uh, time to up the streaming game. Uh, to which everyone, like, exploded and were like, oh my god, The Rock thinks Netflix movies suck. Uh, to which I said, <laughs> I mean, who who cares what The Rock thinks? He made Hobbs and Shaw. His opinion That's on true. good movies don't matter. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a pretty big topic. I'm not going to front. I'm not going to lie. Y yeah, unless something comes out the same week that we infinitely care more about. And quite honestly, this looks like a lot of fun. Uh, this is that topic for that week. You know, it would probably be actually good to, like, fix my back. Whenever um, <laughs> whenever Hobbs and Shaw came out, there were, like, certain theaters that were equipped for it that uh, showed the movie in what they called 4DX. Yep. So it's like you watch the movie in 3D, but then, like, the chair has motors and stuff. It, like, flings you around, and then there's, like associated smells, and, like, there's a little thing that sprays water on you, so, like, whenever, like, the rock gets punched in the face, like his sweat splashes on your face and shit. But apparently, like it just beat, like the chair beat the shit out of you. So, like, 
<laughs> well then. That's uh okay. Yeah, I heard about that like with 4D, like Cinemark has it or had it like near me and like I would always go into the movie theater and those were always the empty seats like no one ever bought 4D tickets for IMAX shit unless you had to. So yeah, this would be yeah. Oh man. Netflix wants this to be massive. Uh we'll find we'll find out. As as I say in my podcast, Netflix shows and movies, are they good? Uh let's find out. Let's find out. That is true. Uh next up is the trailer for Countdown Inspiration 4 Mission to Space. The mission begins. Watch Countdown Inspiration 4 Mission to Space only on Netflix. This September, four civilians will launch into space for a multi-day trip orbiting Earth, targeting approximately 575-kilometer orbit, flying farther from Earth than any human since Hubble. Uh, led and commanded by Gerald Isaacman, the founder and CEO of Shift 4 Payments, the SpaceX Dragon mission, named Inspiration 4, will make history as the world's first all-civilian mission into orbit. Uh, directed by Emmy Wimmer, eh, Emmy Award winner, even, David uh, Jason here. Um, this is a documentary series to cover an event in near real time, boldly capturing the most ambitious step to date in the rapidly developing age of civilian space exploration. Uh, basically, like, there's going to be two episodes of, like, them preparing for the mission, uh, then two episodes of them, like, preparing to launch, and then they're going to show, like, the live launch on Netflix's YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then episode five will be about them returning home. Uh, I hope they make it through the entire first season. I hope this isn't a challenger situation <laughs> on our hands. It'd be really awkward if it got canceled after four episodes, huh? Yeah. I mean, if yeah, if this is if this is a challenger situation, this that that's gonna be horrendous for everybody involved. Also, I'm sure that everyone uh, who watched this trailer, uh, seeing it open up with Elon Musk, went, "Oh fuck!" Uh, yeah. M- me, I was just like, "Okay, whatever." It's that guy. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. Uh, I I think this they want this to be their next big event series, like uh, Tiger King was. Like, I think this is on that level. Now, of course, there are going to be those people that say, well, if you're funding billions of dollars to put, send people to space, why aren't you spending billions of dollars to put people or, like, help people on planet Earth, to which we all say, eh, space is cooler. Yeah. Fuck them kids, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Elon wants you to be nice to millionaires because they're just like regular people. He says, as he, uh, as Woody Harrelson <laughs> gift from, um, Zombie Land comes on screen. Everybody's always picking on me. You fu- you named your kid a fucking math problem. It is true. Uh, next up is a trailer for My Heroes Were Cowboys. My Hero Academia. Yeah. It's a new anime series now. Uh, Robin Wiltshire, an immigrant inspired by the iconography of Hollywood Western films, finds meaning and redemption through the art of horse training. Uh, a documentary. Uh, Robin Wiltshire's painful childhood was rescued by Westerns. Now he lives on the frontier of his dreams, training horses he loves for the big screen. Frontier? Yeah. I don't know. 
It looks interesting. I don't expect this to be like a long ass thing. I bet it's going to be a um probably a documentary short, honestly. Yeah. It's like uh my octopus teacher. No. It's like my horse teacher. Nope. Nope, because in my octopus teacher, he basically wanted <laughs> to fuck that octopus. This guy might fuck horses. I don't know. I don't care what anybody else says. Uh, that guy wanted to fuck that octopus. Dream of the fisherman's wife. Next trailer is for Forever Rich. Uh, it's an intense thriller from director Shady L. Hamas. Wait, uh, what? Known L. L. Hamas? Hold on. His name's Shady. Well, right, Shady, but then, like, his name is... Hold on, it's a... Re... Shady okay, Hamus. Uh, okay, yeah, it's... Cl- uh, well... It... He's known for De Libby. Uh, it's, like, really close to Hamas? Is is the problem here? And why I was so confused. Oh. Unfortunate. Uh, up-and-coming rapper Richie is on the verge of his breakthrough. Right before the most important show of his career, he is robbed of his watch by a group of armed teenagers. Set on revenge and saving his reputation, Richie embarks on a chase that pushes him further and further. A rising rap superstar spirals out when a humiliating video goes viral and pushes him onto a battle for redemption over the course of one long night. You remember that Robert Pattinson movie, uh, Good Times? Good Time? Yeah, I do remember Good Time. Yeah. It kind of looks like that, plus 8 Mile, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit. Although, it'll probably be better because it's not made by the fucking Safties. <laughs> Dan doesn't like the Safties, everybody. No get over it. Alright. That is all of the trailers. Yeah, uh, I went with more trailers this week, I'm sorry. Uh, just because we had uh, so little news to talk about. I mean, we had uh, a clickbait thing that everyone lost their mind over, minds over, and uh, a, a thing coming to Netflix that has been out for over 20 years. Uh, hold, hold the phone a moment. Uh, Osmosis Jones is now on Netflix, so when are we working that into the schedule? Uh... Next week? <laughs> well, not next week. Okay, not next week. The following week. Just make Hooray. sure it doesn't leave before, uh, what, April 19th? Or April, September 19th? Uh, I think we'll be good. Hooray! All right, Osmosis Jones it is. All right, uh, let's get into downstream to talk about some things that we watched. You mean quick hits. Let's get into quick hits to talk about some things that we watched. I'll start, I guess. Sure. Uh, So I was talking about Final Fantasy XIV Dad of Light last time. Yes, you were. Um, So my obsession with like these weird, obscure fucking... Japanese shows uh continues uh because similar to last time I watched that show uh I was like I wonder what else is kind of in this wheelhouse uh so I started rewatching Samurai Gourmet if you don't remember me talking about this it's about uh a guy who retires and is like kind of lost in in his life and uh decides to like start Becoming a foodie, I guess, to fill his time 
so like he feels weird about you know uh living his gourmet fantasy uh so he has visions of a a wandering samurai who like inspires him to to live out his dreams of you know drinking during the day and <laughs> you know staying at an inn to have you know like this amazing breakfast of like dried mackerel and like all this shit mm-hmm. uh it's super dramatized and it's like just gushing about food uh it's based on a manga which is insane wait okay i mean good (laughs) good for them this show's amazing and everybody should watch it it's called samurai gourmet and then of course uh the other show that's kind of in that wheelhouse which i only watched the first episode of again uh but it definitely holds up is midnight diner tokyo stories uh, so it's just about like this diner in Tokyo that's open from midnight to seven a.m. and just the the people who come in, just like a slice of life thing. Um, if you've ever seen the the painting Nighthawks and wondered, I wonder what those people are all talking about in there in the middle of the night. It's kind of that the show. Okay, interesting. <laughs> What a weird fucking kick you were on. Yeah. <laughs> Are you aware of art, I guess? It's a really famous <laughs> painting. I don't know. Uh, I don't know which, if that which painting? Scans. It's called Nighthawks. No. It's by Edward Hopper. Dennis Hopper? Who 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 does yeah, his, uh, the vocal track Edward. of Fire Coming Out of the Monkey's Head on the Gorillas album? Uh, oh, what oh the my fuck god, is- that's true. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is it Demon Days? Is that the name of the album? Uh, it is on Demon Days. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, f- I fucking love you. <laughs> See, there's always that's always been something I wanted was like a Gorillas animated series, but just never got for some reason. And I want Netflix yeah. to throw money at uh, the guy who did who who does the Gorillas uh, uh, who. Uh, had one song that was a hit as like a regular band man, but then was like, "Hey, I'm gonna make a, a fucking weird animated band uh, that everyone's gonna love for some reason." Well, it was the guy from like a f- a reasonably successful British band, but like also the guy who created the Tank Girl comic, and like the two of them just, I guess, met at a party, and not like. They were just like, hey, you want to make gorillas? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, the gorillas are really good, guys. Everyone should listen to them if they haven't. Uh, I know that's a weird statement to say, considering they're a fairly popular band, but do it. Yeah. If anybody ever asks me about music, I uh, I always jokingly say that I only listen to artists who have collaborated with gorillas, <laughs> uh, which basically means everybody. It is true. One of the more recent albums had like a bunch of artists I'd never heard of before in my entire life, and I'm like, uh, how underground are we fucking going here? <laughs> Was it Song Machine? Uh, probably. Song Machine was the one that came out last year. Mm. Song Machine was really good. Oh no, it was the one before that. I didn't realize they put a new album. The Now Now. Yeah. The Now Now was really good. I have that on vinyl. I don't know, my favorite is still Plastic Beach. 
That that uh that song where they got the rap track about fucking breakfast is hilarious to me. Yeah, super fast jellyfish. I want a number four, number six, and throw in a plastic donut. I'm like, how how do we go on this tangent? I'm like, oh yeah, we talked about Edward Hopper, and then I was like, no, I know of Dennis Hopper who did the Ruthless track. <laughs> oh god, <sighs> how the how the mind wanders. I know. Uh, what did you watch? All right. Well, uh, in in an effort to actually connect with you in some w- fashion, I watched the ingenuity of the house husband. Now, uh, for those of you who remember earlier this year when we talked about the way of the house husband, I think during Anna April, uh, mm-hmm. it's the Japanese voice actor for the Yakuza boss house husband doing house husband like chores and showing you actually how to do them around your house. <laughs> Uh, like some of them that's are very, amazing it's live action it's uh like they're they're four to five minutes they're like basically youtube videos uh with like a slight narrative hanging around them like uh, he shows you how to fix the uh the paper on your your sliding doors which uh here in america we don't have sliding doors that have paper on them in order to protect from the elements we just have regular doors uh and then we have real fake doors but, like, he shows you how to, like, do the laundry, uh, fix fix your sliding door if it, if it keeps jamming up for some reason so it slides more effort, effortlessly. It's, uh, it's an interesting thing. I watched it on, like, the Monday after we recorded last week. And I was like, that was a thing I watched for half an hour. <laughs> so, like, it's not, like... Um, Anything you're going to be like, holy shit, this was amazing. It was just like a, a weird little pocket thing that they decided to put on Netflix for some reason. Yeah, I saw this came out. I wanted to watch it. I haven't yet. So. It sounds <laughs> fucking amazing, though. It's it's that shit that, like, Netflix does. It's, like, so fucking... Like, this guy clearly shot this in an afternoon. Also, the other thing it shows is, like, how to clean, like, brass and that kind of stuff. Like, it shows you, like, different, like, mixtures. And he has tons of mason jars of, like, citric acid and, like, baking powder, baking soda in order to, like, clean shit. It was really interesting. I did learn something. So, like, the series at least had, like, a purpose to it. So, thumbs up for that. Uh, Then I started watching the Lakia Stanfield show, uh, Yasuke. Uh, It's an animated show about uh, a black samurai in uh, Japan. Japan. And his he's now like old and has to take this girl somewhere. Uh, I didn't get too far into it. I only I only watched like one episode just to see like what was up. And then of course work got fucking insane. Like I started that immediately after the ingenuity of the house husband. And then work was just like, hey, no, you have to actually focus on this. So I was like, oh okay, thanks. So uh, I'll report back with more. But yes, I started that show. And then uh, Ashley and I started the new series Clickbait. Do you remember us talking about clickbait? A bit. So, yeah, it's that show about the guy who gets kidnapped and then uh, is like, I abuse women on a a live video. And whenever this Uh, video hits five million views, I'll die. And I'm like, oh, okay. And we were just basically like Vanessa was watching this. Oh, you're basically like, oh, so a bunch of people are going to be like, man, does this guy deserve to die? Blah, blah, blah. You know? He's a, he's a criminal, but does that mean he deserves to be dead? Dead. Also, does he does he deserve due process before he does anything? 
Uh, so yeah, it's it's that show. Uh, we've been watching it. Uh, it seems like it focuses every episode on a different character. Like uh, the first character uh, is Zoe Kazan, uh, who plays his sister. Uh, Zoe Kazan, everyone remember from either The Big Sick or Herb Kazaz. Herb Kazaz. Uh, or uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs vignette where it's the woman whose husband died and therefore is uh, making the trek uh, across the, the West and then uh, gets uh, runs afoul of the natives. And then uh, she has, like the, the sharpshooter guy has to help her, but then she shoots herself for some reason. Uh, I probably did a bad job explaining that one. It's been a while since I've watched the Ballad of Buster Scruggs and I kind of want to rewatch it. Uh, but like, yeah, it focuses on like everyone's relationship with this guy and like why potentially he he could have gotten kidnapped and uh you know all that kind of stuff. I'm only three episodes in. There's eight episodes. They're about forty five minutes apiece. So it's a relatively short show. It's a limited series. So uh, this this has no threat of being canceled. So go go watch it if you're interested. It's intriguing so far. All right. What I'm trying to say is I started a lot of stuff and didn't finish anything, so uh, <laughs> suck me and fuck me, daddy. I have <laughs> ooh, ooh. Uh, I have been meaning to watch Yasuke. That came out right after Anime April, and I was so mad. I know. It was one of those things where I was like, do I watch this now, or do I just wait for next Anime April? And I was like, eh, I should watch it now. And I mean, if we decide to do it for Anime April... Of course, I could just rewatch it. It's I think it's only six episodes right now, so that's fine. I mean, it's no Thus Spoke Shibi Rohan. Yeah. I want to watch Parasite the Maxim again. Then do it. Show's pretty good. Uh, and that's it. That's all I watched this week. All right. Uh, well, in that case, why don't we cut into a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about our main review topic for the week, Afterlife of the Party. You thought it would be the old mid-roll ad break, but it was me, the one that's a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure meme. The following patrons have abandoned their human frailty and joined Lord Dio's eternal army. Gerald Morris, Bill Sutton, Nick Haskins, Ashley the Bubby Gorski, Ben Kiefer, Paul Prezula, Daniel Henderson, Julio Oliveira, James De La Rosa, Chris Yaney, Brianna Petty, Nate Wade, Alan Gallarisi, Casey Moore, Nerd Revert Jason, Sam the Hurlihy Boy Hurley, Giuseppe Vicaretti, and Dan's mother. If you'd like to become a patron so we can use your money to finally destroy the Joe Star family forever, find us at netflixandswill.com/patreon. Brand yourself as part of our unholy army. Go to netflixandswill.com slash merch. Leave a review and tell me what a good job I'm doing as your immortal overlord. Visit netflixandswill.com slash apple podcasts. Thanks for helping us manifest our stand abilities, which give us the power to watch terrible movies and TV shows and do like rapid punches and stop time or whatever. Seriously, go watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Part 6 comes out in December. Welcome back, everybody. Caleb, it's time to get into our main review topic for the week, Afterlife of the Party. Afterlife of the Party is a comedy-drama-fantasy comedy movie on Netflix. Uh, a social butterfly who dies during her birthday week is given a second chance to right her wrongs on Earth. 
It's a 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb and stars Victoria Justice. Uh, Dan, scale of 1 to 10, how cute do you think Victoria Justice is? Probably about an 8. Yeah, about an 8. I mean, we were, we were talking in pre-roll. I don't think anybody's been hotter than fucking Scarlett Johansson in Iron Man 2. And Ashley thinks I'm crazy for that. But, I mean, that's the, that's the bar. If you can surpass that bar, good for you. All right, superficialness out of the way. Uh, what did you think? Oh, it's fine, I guess. Oh, it's fucking <laughs> saccharine throwaway fucking movie about uh, a fucking pop star who fucking became an actress that, you know, didn't act for a little while and then became a fucking dead body because she fucking... Uh, gets drunk and hits her head off a toilet and fucking dies. I don't know, what do you want from me? I love your it's, fucking uh, description of this, the, the whole setup. <laughs> it's like, you know, overly saccharine and trite and, you know, about a ghost who's trying to, like, fix things. It has kind of a Scrooged vibe. Yeah. But, I don't know, It's uh, it goes how you would think it would. But, like, I don't know, it's kind of... Kind of sweet. It's got some emotions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I love you. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much everything you're saying, like, it's a sweet saccharine bullshit movie that, <laughs> like, I just watched and went, oh, okay. Like, this was a fine little movie. Victoria Justice does a little bit of acting. Like, she's not a bad actress. Like, because I know, like, she was on Victorious, obviously, like, she was, that was her show. Uh, like, that's where Ariana Grande came from, and now she's a, a mega pop star, and Victoria Justice has kind of just been like a, hey, whatever. And now Victoria Justice, I think, is beginning her return to to Hollywood, and, okay. Like, she's a fine little actress, like, she can do some things. I find the actress is a little derogatory. She's a fine actress. Like she can do, she can do what she needs to do. Like she's not going to go out winning any Academy Awards anytime soon. But this is a serviceable movie that I just went. Oh yeah, this is nice. No one's hit, no one's yeah. particularly amazing, but you know, it's a nice little throwaway thing. It's uh something I spent an hour and a half doing that uh you know I didn't want to fucking dive off a bridge after. Well, I think we said everything we need to say about this movie. Do you want to talk about the movie that we spent an hour and a half watching and then wanted to dive off a bridge after? <laughs> uh, I guess. What would you rate Afterlife of the Party? Three. It's fine. It's a fine movie. Like, yeah. like I said, it's not like the you're going to want to like die or run screaming to the hills being like, oh my god, what a beautiful a piece of artwork. Uh, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a fine little movie that everyone can watch. Although, I will say... The scene of her taking the header into the fucking toilet. Pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a, an unexpected horror scene in the fucking movie. Because you know it's um, coming. And I think I even joked when we saw the trailer. I was like, man, I really hope they go all out with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they should have had her come back, like, with her fucking head twisted to the side for the whole movie and like dragging chains behind her oh like bent neck lady style from like haunting of hill house yeah that'd been fantastic uh what would you give it uh it's like in the two and a half to three ballpark yeah short review yeah i mean like i feel like sometimes 
podcasters, including us, are guilty of stretching out reviews to movies that just don't have anything to them. And we go on and on. We try to make conversations. And then yeah. it's just like, hey, you're dragging this out for no reason. Fuck it. I just I just wanted to watch it because uh, Victoria Justice has uh, great gams. Hubba hubba. <laughs> uh, sue me. I'm programmed by 200,000 uh, fucking... I don't know. When were the first proto-humans? Like, when did they evolve? I'm going to go with uh, 200,000. Uh, basically, a quarter million years of human evolution has Proto- programmed me to notice it. Fucking sue me. I'm now, I'm now going to the the the. the <laughs> we ain't nothing but mammals. <laughs> you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. So that's yeah. well. Some of us cannibals that cut other people open like cantaloupes. Anatomically, modern humans appeared around three hundred thousand years ago in Africa. Okay, so. You were actually pretty close. Cool. I didn't want to correct you. I just wanted to like, what is the answer to that? Okay. Let's talk about Cosmic Sin, uh, which is a sin against cinema. Welcome to Cautionary Tales of Netflix. We're Netflix and Swill. You know, one star movies are terrible. They'll make you want to gouge your fucking eyes out. And that's what this show is all about. Warning people about the dangers of shitty movies. This is an action-adventure sci-fi movie starring Bruce Willis and uh, fucking Frank Grillo. It's mm-hmm. uh, a 2.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Th- and has correct. a And has a Metacritic score of 9. Uh, that's not out of 10. That's out of 100. What's, what's that Rotten Tomatoes? Is it a 0%? Oh, let's check the tomato meter. I'm I'm willing to bet it's like a two percent, because there's just somebody who's that asshole. Uh, three percent tomato meter, sixty one percent audience score, proving that people are stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, I did a watch a, a quote unquote watch party. Uh, I wanted it to be me and Chris Yaney. Uh, watching it in the Discord server. I eventually figured it out because uh, I'd been using Microsoft Edge for a while, to which you're going to say, why would you do that? So then I re-downloaded Firefox uh, and then uh, played Netflix through it. And then uh, the screen share actually worked with that. So thank you, Firefox. I'm now using you for the rest of my life. So yeah, uh, I-, I asked Chris Yaney how he was doing afterwards. And he was like, that movie fucking sucks. <laughs> Uh, the logline for the movie is Seven Rogue Soldiers launch a preemptive strike against a newly discovered alien civilization in the hopes of ending an interstellar war before it starts. Uh, so basically, the humans are the genocidal maniacs. This movie's a lot of, uh, people running around in, like, cheap homemade Master Chief costumes and doing nothing. That is actually true. Uh, and then, like, if they if they have to, you know, explain any piece of technology, they're just like, it's quantum. It's a quantum bomb. Uh, we're g- going to quantum teleport to this planet. Uh, pause. Uh, Dan has had some deja vu about this exact conversation. And uh, I needed both audio and visual stimulation to realize it. So, yeah. 
I don't normally believe in like that kind of shit, but like I get deja vu constantly. Uh, in that, like, I dream of like sig- like completely insignificant moments in time, uh, and then I'm like, oh, I remember going through this point. I don't know what it means. I'm never going to speculate. All I'm going to say is it happens to me. <laughs> so uh, I promised Christiani because he he soldiered through the entire movie with me that I would read his review. So allow me to do such a thing. Any rating is too goddamn generous. This makes Monos, Hands of Fate, and Battlefield Earth look amazing. <laughs> Anyone, even a grip or best boy who worked on or had any connection with this, should be ashamed and give a minimum of 4,000 hours of uh, community service to the world. So, as for what I thought, for the first probably hour, I was like, yeah, this movie's bad. And it does a lot of bad things, but I don't, like, hate it. I'm bored, but I don't hate it. And then the ending happened, and I had no idea what went on at all, and just got mad. (laughs) I don't know, man. I've seen Mono's Hands of Fate, and I don't know about that, but it's it's on that spectrum. Uh, Do you want (laughs) to... Uh, do you want to hear some goofs from IMDb? Oh, they're absolutely. hilarious. Well, okay. So first is is the first goof that they cast CJ Perry, aka Lana from WWE, to be an actress in this movie. Uh, that's number one. Somebody took somebody took the time to write this on IMDb. I want you to bear that in mind. Okay. Uh, continuity error. When Bruce Willis fin- finishes his manly loner dialogue in the bar, he finishes his shot of whiskey. Chat, chat. Brandon Lee also hands off his full drink glass to the cop and announces that the cop will pay the tab, who then sits it down on the bar next to a full shot glass of whiskey. One of five found this interesting. Oh, I see. Yeah. Early into the movie, the scene where the female sniper is on the ridge, the camera pans from the sniper to Bruce Willis. During this pan, a lot of the crew is clearly visible in the top half of the screen. Yo, what? How did I miss that? I don't know. Uh, 10 of 13 found this interesting. That is interesting. Uh, in one scene is in one scene is clearly visible the Earth's moon, even if the <laughs> protagonists are on an alien world. Six of seven found this interesting. <laughs> I found that interesting only due to the grammar. <laughs> I mean, in one scene, clearly is visible the Earth's moon. So, while moving towards the enemy ship and patrolling the dead alien combatants, Braxton Ryle points the weapon right in the face of Sol Cantos, uh, Mon Mothma's back. Who the Basil fuck is Oregano, Sol Cantos? Played by Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Who the fuck uh, is Sol Cantos? This is called flagging a friendly and is a severe weapons handling violation for any firearm handler. No trained military personnel or even a properly trained civilian would intentionally point their loaded and chambered weapon at another friendly ever. Who the fuck is Sol Cantos? I have no idea who that is. (laughs) Sol Cantos, notable character. A neon sign saying open can be seen when James Ford exits the bar at the end of the film, but the sign is on the inside of the building as opposed to being on the outside where people can see it. Alright, that's fucking hysterical. (laughs) Uh, I love IMDb so much. 
What did you think? That's the real question. I want. That's what I want to know. Apparently, also according to IMDb, there's a there's a half in the bag episode where they reference this movie. So, oh, do they do they say which one? Is it is it demonic? It's the review for Censor. Censor. All right. Which is one that came out this year, I guess. But I don't know if this movie is a pretty big piece of shit. Like Mm -hmm. I said, nothing really happens. They run around in their cheap like Halo ODST cosplay and. uh the the aliens are non-threatening and uh they just bomb the shit out of them before uh before they're attacked really yeah well Caleb if you're not doing a preemptive strike are you striking at all <laughs> strike first strike hard no mercy sir <laughs> i mean let's talk about the guy bruce willis we got to talk about him cuz everyone like we've all there's a consensus since looper Bruce Willis hasn't given a shit. Yeah. Well, that's what, like, that's what Vanessa said while we were watching this. She was like, why would Bruce Willis do this? And I was like, oh, no, you don't realize, like, Bruce Willis is nobody now. He really like, he's is. Still a name. He's still a name, but he doesn't pull in the big paychecks. And he has to do shitty movies like this to maintain his lifestyle. Oh, uh, the censor half in the bag is two months ago. It's actually fairly recent. Um, as for, like, Bruce Willis, like, yeah, he's the new Cameron Mitchell. Although, like, Cameron Mitchell actually seemed to, A, have fun, or B, tried with his movies. In this, Bruce Willis just sleep, sleepwalks through it, as per usual. It, it, like, what was that, the fuck was that Jason Patrick movie with Bruce Willis that we watched, like, a year or two ago for the show? Mm, I don't know. Oh, now look up Jason Patrick Bruce Willis. <laughs> it is called Oh the Prince. That's what it is from 2014. Bruce Willis is sleeping his way through that fucking shit too. You know, so like, and Jason Patrick's a bad actor. Like we all know that Bruce Willis is a good enough actor that he can get through a lot of his shit. He can do comedy. He can do action. He can do drama. I guess maybe I don't know. I haven't seen him in too many drama movies, yeah. but but I mean, like as you said. That that used to be the case, but now he just doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't fucking care. So, like, this is what he does. I don't know how much money he got paid for this, but he got paid money for this. And here we are. Frank Grillo's in the movie. He sucks, too. I'm sorry. Frank Grillo, outside of, like, Warrior, where he's, like, not very good. He just exists in that movie. And uh, the Avengers movies, where he plays Crossbones... Does anyone give a shit? For ten minutes? Yeah. I mean, Ashley and I have been watching uh, What If, and Crossbones is in the series, and it's not voiced by Frank Grillo. And I'm like, what the fuck is Frank Grillo doing that he can't show up for a Marvel animated series for like five minutes? And apparently, the answer is this movie. Also, Netflix is suggesting uh, a Mm. lot of Bruce Willis movies to me now. Like, uh, we got Tears of the Sun. Which came out in 2003, so that's actually a movie I might watch, because uh, Bruce Willis might have tried in that one. Yeah. Speaking of uh, not giving a shit, I should go take one, so let's finish this up. Uh, sure. I have not, like, the only other thing I have to say about this movie is this. It's a lot of people who can't act or don't want to act in a, a movie that's not written well at all. With a budget that is, like, less than zero. So, yeah. 
it's it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So uh this one gets a whole one star. Fuck this movie. Okay. Uh next week on the show we're gonna be watching Kate. Uh something that I forgot watching the trailer for. So uh, it's Ma- the Mary Elizabeth Winstead crank movie. Oh uh, yeah, that thing. Uh, and on the back of that, we're going to be doing a patron request review from Julio for the last blockbuster. Ashley is so mad right now because her her movie that she picked for this quarter is literally the last movie we're doing. Well, maybe she should have thought of that. That is true. Actually, that might not be true. I think we haven't done Christianis yet. I'll get back to you guys on that. We might be doing Ashley's movie, uh, not next week, but the the, the week after. Uh, tell them stuff, Dano. Well, you can find the show at NetflixandSwill.com. If you want to stop shop for all things Netflix and Swill, join our Discord server, uh, where I will randomly do watch parties. I can tell you this right now. We'll be doing a Zardoz watch party. I can't wait. It's happening. Uh, whenever I illegally download uh, Zardoz and then send the file to Caleb, we'll probably do like a Zardoz commentary and then a uh, uh, a, a lore episode of Zardoz. What makes you think that I don't own the Blu-ray for Zardoz? That's a good question. I didn't. <laughs> the the thing where I realized that I don't know if it has a Blu-ray or not. Now I'm looking this up. You've done this to me. <laughs> Does it actually have a Blu-ray? Because if if so, that's fucking impressive. I thought that they did like an anniversary like re-release of it or something, but I know you can get the DVD. Oh, the the Zardoz. Okay, so you might want to sell that because uh, the Zardoz Blu-ray is uh, fairly expensive. Oh no, I found it on Amazon. Never mind. Oh my god, a hundred ninety-nine dollars. What? Oh my god. Oh, I think it's for the collector version. Yeah. Weird fucking flick, but uh, surprisingly cult classic. Yeah. So yeah, uh, look for our Twitter announcement where we're going to do a watch party of Zardoz uh, on our Discord, because <laughs> I figured it out, everybody. Uh, Discord's the place to fucking be. It's the best place to chat with us about the show. Uh, also where I will uh, sh- share Netflix information that I get slightly early. The fuck? Dan, why isn't my vape vaping? You vape? Thank you to Space Weather for the use of our theme song, Bitter. Wait, no, 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 no. You have a vape? Yeah. Are you... I have a views. Are you playing Fortnite? Uh, No. I only play indie games. Yeah. I mean, Epic is an indie company. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm getting... I have like a full pod. It's charged. I'm getting nothing. The light's coming on. But none of the good juice is coming out. Turn the snare up in my headphones. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'll figure that out uh, before next week. At which point, we'll see you next Tuesday.
Netflix and Swill is an independent podcast. As such, we believe in the scrappy underdogs of the podcast world. If you're an indie podcast and would like us to run your promo on our show, please contact us. The little guys need to stick together. If you enjoy what we're doing, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and telling a friend. The more we grow, the better the show will be. Thank you for being part of the Netflix and Swill family.